0: Sunlight filtered through the memorial hall's stained glass ceiling. Images of angels accompanying great starships guarding Earth's skies stretched from one end of the long hallway to the other. Marble benches ran down the length, each in front of a series of semicircular alcoves that made up the walls. Roland Shaw walked slowly, looking for an unoccupied space, passing by sitting mourners waiting for a particular nook to open up. The hallway was deathly silent despite the dozens of people. Roland had come to this memorial hall often enough to know people grieved in their own way, yet almost everyone chose to stay silent here, as if showing signs of life might scare away the spirits of the dead. A privacy screen slid open just as Roland passed, and a woman with a black veil hurried out of the alcove, dabbing at her eyes with a tissue. Roland stepped aside for and looked to a Hispanic man sitting on the bench across from the new vacancy. He stared down at a statue of skeletons wearing women's and children's clothing in his hands, a bag of fruit at his knee, lost in thought. Roland cleared his throat ever so slightly. The man gave him a nod and was half off his feet when he gave Roland the once-over, noticing the jet-black pants, ivory-white button-down shirt, and black coat over his arm. You start work soon? The man whispered. Yes, sir. Go. The dead will wait for us. The living have much to do. He settled back down and motioned Roland into the alcove. Roland mumbled a quick thanks and stepped over the threshold. The privacy screen swung out of the wall with a hiss and closed behind him. The alcove was a polished obsidian wall. Flowers, an open bottle of liquor, and a few small pictures lined the bottom of it. The noise-canceling tech was so perfect, Roland couldn't even hear the air conditioner blowing chill air over him or any other sound from the rest of the memorial hall. The designers meant for the place to be utterly private, and Roland felt a familiar swell of emotions in his chest. Who would you like to visit? A computer voice asked. Lieutenants Thomas and Katherine Shaw. Atlantic Union Space Navy, remains unrecovered. There was a brief pause, then Roland's parents appeared within the obsidian wall. His mother's image was of her smiling and giving a brief wave, a video clip of her in a loop. His father was in uniform, stoic as ever. At 18, Roland was inching ever closer to his parents' age when they had died, both in their mid-twenties. Details of their lives and service records scrolled up next to their faces. His mother's final entry showed she died on Luna when the invading Zorro smashed the moon's defenses. His father was lost to the Void, reassigned at the last second to the Eighth Fleet before it went on a mission to deep space where it was lost with all hands. Hey mom, dad, I just turned 18, so now I can do my term of public service. We're the Terran Union now. Colony fleets are leaving all the time, really exciting stuff. I know, Mom, that you didn't want me to ever join up after Dad died, but it's the right thing to do. You both fought to keep Earth and me safe from the Zaros. Those things are gone forever, but there's still plenty of bad guys out there. Yeah, I can do public service through the Engineer Corps or logistics, but both of you fought. I don't think I could ever face you two again if I tried to duck out of a military term. So that's my choice. I'm doing it to honor you both. Don't be mad. I'm bussin' tables for pocket money. He lifted up his coat-draped arm slightly. Robots can do that a hell of a lot better, something my boss mentions constantly. I need some real skills, and a military stint opens up a lot more doors for me. See Dad? I can be practical. They've built memorial halls in every city, and on every ship and every planet. That way I know you'll be with me and I'll be with you. Miss Gottfried at the orphanage was kind, but she was never either of you. Now I'm just rambling. I love you both. Roland stepped back from the wall and the image of his parents faded away. The privacy screen slipped open and he hurried out, sharing a quick smile with the man on the bench before he walked down the hallway to the double doors leading outside. A gust of hot air greeted him as he left the memorial hall. Phoenix's summers were a special kind of dry and miserable, punctuated by the occasional sandstorm. He felt sweat forming on his forehead and armpits almost immediately as he made his way to a nearby bus stop. Sunlight glinted from the surrounding skyscrapers, and lines of drones and air cars formed higher and higher tiers of pathways through the metropolis. Home to nearly 25 million people and the capital of the Terran Union, Phoenix was the largest city on Earth. Roland stepped beneath the bus stop's awning and wondered, not for the first time, why the government hadn't chosen a more temperate place to put down roots. Roland's smartwatch vibrated with an incoming call. He swiped fingers over it, and the face of a doughy kid his same age and in the same black and white uniform came up. Oh, good. You're not dead. Yet. Jerry said. Roland spied the drapes behind Jerry. Why are you at work? Our shift isn't for another hour. Because Smith called us all in early, and I've been trying to get a hold of you forever. Some VIPs made last-minute reservations and he wants the place looking more immaculate than usual. Get over here now before he loses his mind completely. Where the heck have you been? Rowling glanced at the bus schedule and frowned. If he caught the next bus and the two transfers, he'd make it to work five minutes before his normal start time. The Memorial Hall in Chandler? There's no way I can get there quick. Cover for me. Distant yelling came over the line and Jerry winced. Smith just found some not-so-fresh chicken in the freezer. Take a friggin' cab and get over here. I just heard Smith say the big is Colonel Hale, the friggin' hero of the Ember War, and Mr. Standish, the guy that owns like every liquor store in the solar system, Jerry said. Roland's head swayed back in surprise. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Get. Over. Here. Think of the tips.